The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss how to increase efficiency and scale with no-code technology. Joining us is Steve Hardert, who is the Chief Marketing Officer at JotForm. Trusted by over 18 million users worldwide, JotForm's powerful forms and suite of no-code tools are flexible enough for small businesses and robust enough for enterprises. JotForm helps organizations go from busy work to less work with forms that use conditional logic, accept payments, generate reports, and automate workflows. Yesterday, Steve and I talked about leveraging no-code technology to maximize productivity. And today we're going to continue the conversation talking about no-code community engagement techniques. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Steve Hardit, the Chief Marketing Officer at JotForm. Steve, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Great to be here again. Always a pleasure to have you here. Excited to talk a little bit more about no-code, automation, productivity. And honestly, today we get to talk not only about taking your processes and becoming more efficient, but how to actually use no-code solutions to be a better marketer. So one of the things that I think no-code is really useful for is not necessarily just taking the processes you already have and making them easier or automating them. It's also great for keeping in touch with your customers. Talk to me about some of the no-code community engagement techniques that you've seen marketers use. I mean, I think that there's some things out there that really kind of surprise me. And I mean, surprise me in a really good way how people are using some of the no-code stuff. And again, even how they're using JotForm. For example, if they're doing a lead list, somebody will take that information and they'll just say, how do you want us to contact you? Do you want to have a text messages? Do you want us to, through social media? Do you want us to reach out through email? What's the best way to reach you? So there's a way you can customize your communication channel so you're not just sending email to everybody and they don't want to have it. They'd rather have something like through a text message or they'd rather have something through Twitter or Facebook or whatever it would be. So we have people customizing their communication channels and then that gives a leverage to, those, to the companies, right? So if, you're, if I want to talk to my customers, how can I leverage those various channels? If I'm talking to somebody through Facebook, what can I do through my Facebook pages? What can I do through my emails that I'm sending out? So there's different ways that you can customize that part of it from the customer experience. And again, you're letting the customer specialize themselves exactly how they want to be communicated to. You're not trying to figure out what's best. Let them determine that. And then you just have to respond appropriately to them. The other thing is looking around and seeing what other kinds of tools that are out there for you, whether it's a calendar tool that you need, 
whether it's information going into your CRM, maybe it's something that has to go into the finance team or something like that. How do you lessen that friction between yourself and the customer, whichever way it would be? And that's the key part of it. So there's other tools out there that you may want to work with. There's things like Zapier, right? So you look around and you say, who's got some of the great tools that are out there that we can leverage as a company that other companies, successful companies are using and they're using in innovative ways. So you look around, you go to the different websites, you go to Captera, you go to G2, places like that, and see what other companies are using and what people say about them, right? Check out the reviews, see how well they work, how tough is it to do an integration with something. So you don't have to sit there and have all the stuff built from scratch. A lot of it's already out there. And most of it's very simple to work with. If you have something, like say here at Jotform, if you want to set up an integration with something like Zapier, all you have to do is drag the Zapier widget into your form and then put in your login credentials for Zapier. Boom, integration done. There's nothing you have, There's nothing more you have to do. Then you set up how you want it to handle on the Zapier side, and you're off and running. It can play traffic cop for you. Those are the cool things that people are doing out there, and those are some of the really great tools and techniques that people are leveraging out there to make it work for themselves. I mean, it saves them time, it saves them money. It's funny, there's a lot of room for creativity, and I absolutely hear the need for understanding how to deliver the communication to the person in the format that they want, when they want. One of the things that when I think about community engagement, it is finding the central location where people are already having conversations. Look, maybe there's a LinkedIn group that you want to engage with. Maybe you have people in a Slack community, right? Getting them into these forums is incredibly important. But actually seeding the conversation is important as well. Can you think of ways where when you have an existing community, you can use no-code automation productivity solutions to make sure that that community is actually having conversations, connecting, and driving business results? Yeah, I mean, you can have it look for keywords, right? So if you want to, you can need something as simple as hashtags or even the other kinds of keywords, you can have it monitor it for you. And as if people are flagging, let's say they're using just throwing up JotForm, hashtag JotForm and something, it's going to flag it for us and we can go there and look at it. And then based on whatever the content around it, our system then can go back and respond to it. If people say, gee, does JotForm have a no-code solution that integrates with X, Y, and Z? System is smart enough to look at it, pull the data together, and then respond back to that question someplace, right? And it comes from JotForm. Yes, we have it, and here's a link to it. Yeah, to me, there's a, a workflow here, which is some sort of monitoring tool to understand what is important to the community you have, seeding what is interesting to that community into whatever the forum is, and then understanding if it actually drives engagement. When you think about engagement techniques for your community, how do you not only seed the conversation, but then watch what that engagement is? What are some of the ways that you're looking for signals to understand if the community is actually engaged? You can look and see where those conversations are being steered to, what kinds of questions that are being asked. If they're asking, how do you do this in a product? Or I want to do this in this product. Is there anybody out there that can help me? And if you're monitoring those through the automation, it can take up that question, respond back appropriately with the right information. And maybe that's just, it could be three sentences of text. It could be a link. It could be a link to some blog post or something like that. Or it could be a link to a YouTube video. And it just takes that information that people are using and you become a proactive company to help answer those customer questions. Time for a one minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. 
But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Here's my problem with all the no-code solutions. You kind of got to figure it out yourself. And I, you know, as much as I want to be like, hey, look, community engagement, you should use a monitoring tool to understand what your community is, then find the forum, then use artificial intelligence to write the question and automate the process of asking the question on every Monday, and then use a monitoring tool to see how many people are responding and evaluate whether it works. Every solution is going to be a little different. One of the no-code solutions that we use, how do we understand if one of the hosts of our podcasts actually recorded the interview? Right, We have to send alerts. There are no-code automation alerts that when an episode has an interview scheduled date that has passed by 24 hours, we send a Slack to the channel, to the host, saying, hey, did this interview actually happen? And that tells us if it... That's not an automation that everybody can happen. They need to build a rich, robust podcast automation solution like we have. So what is universally applicable when you're thinking about no-code? It's tools, it's solutions. What is something that everybody needs to know to be able to automate their process and hopefully make their community more engaged? A lot of it comes back, I think, to the old 80-20 rule, but even to a further extent, it's what are 90% of the people doing 90% of the time, right? Again, that's the extension of the 80-20 rule. If you look at what you're doing constantly, you'll be able to figure out what are the common questions, what are the common places people are asking those kinds of questions at, things like that. When you do that, you're making that no-code solution to fit into that realm. You're not trying to be every place all at once. You just can't do it. But you'll find out where the main users are clustering at. You go there, there might be three or four of these things. That's all you have to monitor. You can't monitor thousands and hundreds and even millions of these things. You just can't do it. It's just not possible. No one has that kind of bandwidth to be able to kind of put something like that together. But if you know kind of where your customers are gathering to talk amongst themselves, that's where you want to be at. So you'll see the common threads that move through all of this. And that's, again, where you can customize your solutions to monitor those and respond back into those areas. And then what you've come to find out then, really, and this comes, again, the old 80-20 rule, is these people are asking the same questions slightly different ways. Nothing unique in there, but it's always the same thing. And it's always that 20% is going to fill out the other 80%. But then when you start looking at that, everybody's kind of doing the same thing over and over again. So there's this core metric of 90% of the people doing it 9% of the time. Is that other 10% is a very steep hill to climb, but you're going to satisfy a vast, vast majority of your customer base by focusing on those other pieces of it there. 
Yeah, the role of a marketer is drastically changing. It used to be there was an engineering team that we were reliant on. There was a data team, an analytics team that we needed to get reporting. And we were using our business brands and our creativity to make sense of what was happening, to maybe product manage some engineering resources. Now you could do it all yourself. And that's beautiful. It's wonderful. You can accomplish a tremendous amount. But the problem is you can do it all yourself, and it can be very overwhelming trying to figure out what to prioritize. So what's the rule for no-code solutions? Stop. Strategize. You have to make a plan to make a plan. Figure out where your biggest problems are. Think about what the steps are that are repetitive or going to have the biggest bang for your buck, and attack them with some of your no-code solutions. You might not need your engineering team because they've done such a good job. They've already built the tools for you. Steve, I appreciate you coming on the podcast and telling us a little bit about your work and about no-code solutions. Thanks for being my guest. Yeah, my pleasure. Glad to be here. All right. That wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Steve Hardett, the Chief Marketing Officer at JotForm. If you'd like to get in touch with Steve, you could find the link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Steve Hardett, or you could visit his company's website, which is JotForm.com, J-O-T-F-O-R-M.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.